Hey everyone, Matt here from the Choir Director Corner Podcast. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've gotten a lot of value out of being a listener, could you do me a quick favor and please go leave a nice, shiny five-star review in whatever platform you're using to listen to the podcast? Not only would I be greatly appreciative of that, this will also help other choir directors find the podcast. And that's one of the big goals is to reach as many people as we can. So thanks so much for being a listener and let's get on with the show. One of our objectives as a choir director is to teach our singers the basics of music theory because that will help them to be more independent musicians. Another objective is to find ways of doing individual assessment in our choirs without spending all of our waking hours grading assignments. Well, in today's episode of the podcast, I share with you the resource that I use to accomplish all of those objectives at the same time. Let's get into it. Here we go. And welcome, my friends, to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. My name is Matt Walker. I am your host. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode. So as I mentioned in the intro, today we are talking about a resource that I use to teach the basics of music theory, while at the same time getting some individual assessment done in my choirs. And that resource is musictheory.net. Now, if you're not familiar with this website, it is .net, not .com, and music theory all one word. And so if you go to this website, the folks at musictheory.net, they do have a couple of paid apps that uh, you can get for uh, your phone or for your your tablet, but you really don't need any of those apps because everything that is in those apps is also on their website and everything is for free. So even better, you don't have to pay for anything. It's all right there ready for you and your students to use. One of the reasons why I like musictheory.net so much is because it explains the concepts in a very simple, straightforward way. So even if you have some students that come in that they are beginners, you know, your singers are total beginners, they don't know anything about music theory, it will explain things to them in a way that they will understand them. But there's so much content and material on there that it gets so in-depth that your singers that maybe have years and years of experience, there are still exercises, tools, lessons where they can learn things from this website as well. So that's one of the reasons is just how well it explains things. Another reason is because the exercises that are on there work seamlessly with all of the technology that we are now using as educators. So whether you have a Google Classroom or Canvas, you know, something like that, some sort of LMS, there are ways where we can get this to work seamlessly. So it's utilizing technology, no paper involved whatsoever. So you're saving paper as well. So that is another great thing about musictheory.net. There are a lot of different 
uh, tools and areas that are on the website, but my discussion is going to focus on the lessons and then the exercises. And when you go right to the main site, there'll be some tabs right at the top, and those are the first two tabs, lessons and exercises. And there's also an area with some helpful tools, and there's, again, there's also an exercise customizer, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Now, the lessons are basically PowerPoint presentations. They are sort of interactive PowerPoint presentations, yeah? So there's some movement and some other things to sort of engage your students as you go through them from slide to slide. Each presentation explains the concepts by showing what things look like on a staff as well as on a piano. So it's reaching singers in different ways, right? You can easily go back and forth from slide to slide. I find the lessons very straightforward. It, again, it clearly explains the concepts in a way that a complete beginner will understand. Now, with my classes, I typically go through the lesson presentations in class. You can take these and assign them as work for the singers to do outside of class. They can easily go to the website and work these lessons, work through them on their own. It's very simple logistically to do that. But I like to go through the lessons in class because then I can go step by step and explain the different concepts. Now, once we've gone through one of the lessons, I use the exercise customizer to create a lesson. And so you can simply go to the exercises section, and there are all sorts of different exercises from node identification, key signatures, uh, scale and interval identification. There are even some ear training exercises. There's all sorts of things that are on there. Now, with each assignment, I typically do a set number of questions. So for instance, I'll say 20 questions, and then they have to have a specific success rate. So as you're going through exercises, the, the software will show you how many exercises you've completed, how many you have correct, and then also your percentage. So for the node identification exercise that I just assigned, I said you had to complete at a minimum of 20 questions, and then you had to reach a 90% correction level. So if they reach that 90%, I will give them full credit for that assignment. Now, you can do the points differently if you so choose. You totally have that freedom because you are in uh, inputting the grades into whatever LMS you are using for your grade book. So if you want to give them, well, if they get an 85%, then that's the percentage that goes in the grade book. That's totally fine. Uh, in order for me to sort of lower the stress level and the anxiety level of these lessons and these, these assignments, I just say, you know what, if you get 90%, sometimes it's you get 80% correct you are going to get full credit for the assignment. And that gives them uh, a little more motivation to get into the software and try some things that maybe they haven't learned about or maybe they haven't tried before. So I'm doing lessons on node identification for my very 
very best beginners that are coming in. Uh, I will do lessons on key signatures. Um, we'll get into intervals. You know, towards the end of the year, I hope to then get into the different types of scales as well as chords. Chords maybe for my uh, slightly more experienced singers. Yeah, uh, and we'll see. We may or may not get to those uh, at the end of this year. I also use many of the different exercises to help my singers practice utilizing solfege. So for instance, note identification, there's an option there where the students are simply identifying the note by its letter name. You know, is it a B? Is it an E flat? Is it a G, right? And there's lots of different options that you can select inside the software to give them some parameters with each assignment. Now you can also go in and have them have to identify the solfege syllable based on the key signature and the note that is given. So our different uh, sort of options as far as what's the direction that you are going in teaching that concept, you know, is it note names, is it solfege, and so there's lots of different options in that way as well. Now for the LMS at my school, we use Canvas. And so when we're doing an assignment, what happens is when the students complete the assignment, musictheory.net gives them a URL link. And so they simply can copy that link and then paste that into the assignment in Canvas and then they submit it and it's done. So they do very little of the assignment in Canvas. It's just a way for them to submit that URL link. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. But whether you've got Google Classroom, uh, you've got Schoology, you've got Canvas, even if you don't even have an MLS, using that URL link in that way and having the students submit those to you, no matter how you choose for them to submit those assignments, it's a very easy way for them to submit it and then for you to see those results and then uh, put those corresponding grades into your gradebook. So here's a quick rundown of doing an assignment. So when you go into the exercises page, at the very bottom of the page, there's an option for exercise customizer. Now, once you click on that, you come to a page where you can select the exercise that you want. So for instance, are you doing note identification? Are you doing key signature identification? That sort of thing. Okay, I'll use key signature identification as the example. And so once you select that exercise, there are several different parameters that you can choose from. You can choose from the clefs. You can choose from how many key signatures are there as options for the assignment. So you could do all sharps, you could do all flats, you know, you could do up to four sharps and four flats, or you could choose, you know, choose them all, whatever you wanted to do. Okay. There is also what they call a challenge mode. Now you can use the challenge mode to limit the number of questions. So they only answer so many questions. You can assign a time limit. So say I want you to do as many questions in three minutes. Right, and so that assigns a time limit to the whole exercise. You can also decide if the student gets multiple chances at a question. Typically, when a student gets into a question and they answer it incorrectly, there's a red light 
that lights up and that shows them that they have an incorrect answer, but it won't let them go on until they answer the correct uh, answer on the question. So there is an option where you can select it where if they answer it incorrectly, it just goes on to the next question. Okay, so those are all part of the challenge mode. Again, you can change a lot of those parameters. Really, the big thing on there, I think, is the timing. If you want them to be able to uh, complete a certain number of questions in a certain number of time, or maybe you don't want them to sit there and stew over each and every question too, right? That is also a thing as well. It's like, I want you to practice, but I don't want you to spend all evening practicing, right? doing just a little bit, that's a way to do it, is this challenge mode. Now, once you have your exercise in all set, all different parameters, you can go to the very bottom of the page and it gives you a URL link for that assignment with those specific parameters. This is the link then you share with your students. So for instance, in Canvas, I put this link in the actual assignment. They open the assignment up on Canvas. The link is right there. They click on it and it automatically takes them right to the assignment in their web browser. So it's really, really simple, easy, straightforward. And again, once the student finishes the assignment, they're given their percentage correct and the time it took to complete the assignment if they're working in challenge mode. Otherwise, like as I mentioned before, I say complete 20 exercises and I want you to get a certain percentage correct. So once they get to that percentage, they know that they can then submit the assignment. And so what they do is at the top of the page, once they, they click on the three dots icon to submit their score, there is a window, uh, a box essentially that pops up where they can sign their report. And this is sort of uh, confirming that this is their score on the assignment. Yep. So they simply type their name in, they click on a button, sign report, and then musictheory.net gives them this URL link. Now there's two things that they get. And this is a little bit confusing, so I have to clarify this with my students. There's a code which looks like sort of like a serial number, and then there's an option for a link. So you can copy the code or copy the link. We want the link, that's the URL link. So they simply click on copy link, that copies it to their uh, clipboard on their laptop, and then they go back into the assignment in Canvas and then paste that URL link. So if you don't have any sort of MLS, they could simply email you that URL link, right? And that is how you could uh, easily collect scores that way. Now, even if you don't use musictheory.net for assignments, the lessons are still a great way to cover music theory topics with your students online. And if you're a teacher that is having to do voluntary learning activities, you know, if many teachers are still online at this point, a lot of teachers do choice boards right? Where you say, here are some choices. I want you to do two of these activities or three of these activities. This would be a great way 
to have them get some exposure to music theory and it could be an option on a choice board right you could say go through this lesson and then complete 10 exercises in this exercise and that would be one of the items on their choice board a great way to get them um, some exposure some experience with music theory now if you'd like to get started with musictheory.net but you really don't want to reinvent the wheel and you'd like to save yourself some time one of the resources that i have inside of the choir director corner community membership is a list of a bunch of pre-made assignments inside of musictheory.net. And it's in a spreadsheet. And so in the spreadsheet, I list the different parameters of each exercise. And so all you have to do is copy the URL link, you paste that into your assignment, or you paste it into the email that you send to your students, they click on it, and the assignment is all ready to go. You don't even have to go in and create anything. It is all done for you. So if that sounds like a resource that you would really get a lot of value out of, you can head over to choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership and check it out. Well, that is it for today's episode, my friends. I hope this episode has provided some inspiration and some motivation for you to dig into musictheory.net and assessment as well with your singers. Keep doing your thing, keep being awesome, and I will see you next week. Are you looking for resources that will save you time and frustration? Want to dive deeper into topics related to your teaching? Then check out the Choir Director Corner Community Membership over at choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash membership. <laughs>